0: Dan Richardson is one of our most generous patrons, and he asked us as a dog lover to pass along some dog tips for the hot summer months to keep your dog safe and healthy.
1: Yeah, he's using his time on this show to have us tell you about giving your dog
0: enough water before you take it outside, or not leaving it in the car while you go into the store. Not even with the windows open. This is a popular misconception. Even if the windows are cracked and open, it can still get too hot for your dog. When you go to the store, do not leave your dog in the car. This is like a really nice thing of Dan to do. What a great guy. All the movies were about skiing. Yeah. How white upper middle class was the 80s? (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> wow! This is we have concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Bacon. You don't eat it. Bacon. Ha ha internet. Pew, pew 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 uh, joke, Narwhal. Yeah, we got a story sent to us by it's Just uh, Food
1: fuckers. Sean Williams. It's just food. The uh the Headline is an eye-catching one, and I can understand why Sean, who sent this to us at uh, show at gmail.com, he could have also used our subreddit, which is wehaveconcerns.reddit.com. It claims that there is a new strain of seaweed that is super healthy, but also tastes like bacon. It's the holy grail of internet superfoods. Seems like a win-win. Seems like a win-win for some marketing major somewhere. Well, it's interesting that you frame it that way because that to me is the most interesting part of this story. So here's how this went down. So there's this stuff called dulce. This stuff's been around forever. It's, uh, it's used usually as a, um, an ingredient they grind up and they put into stuff as a n- nutritional supplement. Uh-huh. It's expensive. It's 90 bucks a pound in dried form. Um, but this guy at Oregon State University, in the Marine Science Center, has created and patented a new strain of it that looks like translucent uh, lettuce almost. It's seaweed and it's grown in the sea, but it's red and it looks like translucent lettuce. And he created it to be a food for abalone because abalone is worth a lot when you sell it mm-hmm. and it's hard to uh, feed it correctly. So they're developing this, this as so a this protein. So this is give.
0: a cheap... Uh, this is a cheap, plentiful replacement for that naturally occurring seaweed that was made originally for basically fish farm livestock.
1: Exactly, and it, it's eat it, everyone. It's got um, minerals, vitamins, antioxidants. It's got 16 percent protein in dry weight. It's this really great stuff. He was going to feed it to abalone until one day his buddy at Oregon State, who happens to work in the marketing department, sure, College of Business, yep. Walked by his office, chatting it up, talking about stuff. He's like, oh, look at this strain of Dulce that I've been growing for the past 15 years. How cool is that? And this guy went, bing!
0: I can sell that shit. (laughs) Let's forget about selling this to farmers yeah we could cut out the middleman right we can sell it direct to the the middleman somehow always being the farmer (laughs) right whenever you're talking about cutting somebody out of money it's usually a farmer of some kind
1: yeah (laughs) they they get the short end of the seaweed so they're gonna
0: sell this seaweed uh, it's a replacement for this $90 a pound seaweed, and how much do they want to charge for it?
1: Well, they can. They don't know yet because this is just at the beginning phase. Because they haven't, haven't run
0: enough focus groups yet.
1: Right. They don't so know he, how
0: close to $90 they can get. So
1: the faculty member at the College of Business takes it to his students and says, Look at this stuff. Let's figure out a way to market it. So the students take it, and they take it over to uh, some chefs, and the chefs start messing with it, and they figure out that if you fry it, it's got this salty, savory flavor, and... That, sa- that reminds them of bacon. So the marketing students release a press release that hits all the websites. And what is the headline that results? Magical superfood tastes like bacon. When the truth is, hey, it's got this salty, savory flavor that reminds us of bacon.
0: Like basically all seaweed. Right. So I think this is a fascinating example. <laughs> headline is seaweed tastes like seaweed, motherfuckers. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think, and it's red, so it kind of reminds you. The picture makes for a great. Oh my god, it's magic fake bacon.
0: Ugh. And it's just an
1: example of how the media is just doesn't give any fewer fucks than possible. Right. Like they couldn't
0: give any fewer fucks. Speaking of somebody who's covered like science reporting and the science beat. Yeah. If you hand me a headline like that, and I don't use it myself as clickbait, even if I'm using it as clickbait, like like we're doing right now, even if we're using it to be like fuck this headline that yeah is, i mean you're still using it i mean that's a good headline i gotta give them really I gotta, yeah that's good i gotta I, give them listen it's, i hate is it, that shit is it evil sure <laughs> sure but let's you know if we're you know point a to point b like if i need eyeballs and clicks yeah we're we're talking about it right now
1: we are talking about it right now I'll,
0: i'm talking about it in the sense that fuck these guys sure but you're still talking about it i am talking about it on D DNews, uh, uh, I'll tell you this. On DNews, a seaweed that tastes like bacon, that's a quarter of a million views. Day one. <laughs> that's a quarter of a million views. Yeah. Especially so where, if we get it up early that day.
1: Where are we at in a world where it doesn't matter how truthful that is. It doesn't matter how accurate a story it is. It just just get you through the door. Now, are we learning something? I learned something because we read this story because sure. Sean sent it to us and clicked on it. And, and that's how I it. sleep at night that's <laughs> nice i mean is that are do the ends justify the means
0: you know i you know hmm depends on i think it depends on what your what your ends are learning okay? some shit so if if our ends are learning some shit and people click which i know you you're not gonna title this with the easy title because that's no. not who you are. No, you're gonna you're gonna find the worst pun. It's probably already yeah. percolating in your head. You yeah. son of a bitch. I mean, I do pride myself on the titles. Yeah, you're a horrible, horrible person. Why? Thank you. Uh, but on the other hand, if you know if, if you're this marketing guy, is it bad to tell people, hey, it's a magic bacon thing? Like, let's sell a million of them. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I mean, literally a... If a, this is literally healthy and it's healthier than, than most things most people eat and... It is. And they replace some of the bacon they eat right. with it or some of the fatty meats or whatever with it uh, because it tastes kind of good. If it gets people to buy seaweed snacks instead of potato chips one week, do the ends justify the means? Literally what happened is a guy said, we have a patent for this.
1: I'm going to take it to my students who are learning how to sell things. To tell them how do I sell it? Yeah. And they figured out a plan. They're gonna to do sell it, it for me for free. They're gonna do it for me for free. And I'll yeah. give them
0: a letter I'll give them a letter of recommendations <laughs> so over yeah. the next ten years when they are working uh, for free. Right. They can get the best free job. Look, man, I'm not saying the world isn't a shitty place. Yeah. I'm not saying that the system isn't fucked. And it's all because of bacon. It's probably because of bacon. It's probably anybody who's out there wearing a bacon t-shirt right now, it's probably because of you. You probably did this. Let me ask you this. You are a vegetarian. You just gave me this look like, I feel like that's half of the people who listen to yeah, us. Yeah,
1: it really is. I think everybody just sit there looking down at their bacon shirts going, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm removing my subscription to this podcast. No, I think, here's the deal. I think there are other parts of this that are more problematic. Number one, the idea of a superfood in general. Um, well, I mean, it, it, it,
1: because of that term or because, I mean, I think this food because of what is super, good for you. You're,
0: sure, it's good for you, but I think... You know, when you, when you think about things like, uh, like kale or Mm. quinoa or whatever the fuck it is. Love both of those. Yeah, they're great. But you can't just eat a shit ton of kale. Like you can't just say kale is a superfood, eat mostly kale. That's not the way your body works. Mm. You're saying have bacon. I'm saying you're going to have – well, you have to have something, right? Right. It doesn't necessarily have to to be bacon, but you are going to need – Those are the only two options, man, bacon or kale. You're going to need – Tell me what to do. These are the only way – but that's the problem. Yes. That is the problem, right? right? I'm either eating a fucking ice cream sandwich or I'm eating quinoa (laughs) and I feel like either – you know, one of these is bad and one of these is great. When they're both fucking bad because you can't just sit around eating kale all day. It's like if you sit around popping nutritional supplements all day. Mm -hmm. If you take a vitamin, even a multivitamin, without eating a big full meal around the multivitamin, you're not absorbing any of that vitamin. Right. Uh, And even if you do eat a big giant meal around it. That that explains (laughs) why my
1: stools sound like BBs hitting the porcelain.
0: Ping, 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 (laughs) ping. Was the pills that I had. <laughs> but that's the thing. Even if you do it in the right way, you're probably only absorbing 10 to 20% of whatever that vitamin supplement is. So when you say superfood, people wind up kind of pivoting their whole diet to be, yeah. you know. When when in reality, there's a whole mix of things that you need to be getting. You need to be getting proteins and fibers and, and vitamins and all these things because they all work together. Right. So I don't like the idea of like just eat this superfood for every snack all day. Boop, 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 boop,
1: boop. Right. Like, yeah, variety, variety is, is helpful. But as a, as a vegetarian, are you excited when something will give you the flavor of things that you don't eat?
0: I hate things that try to taste like other things. That's the first, I think that's the first thing. If you're going to be okay. You hate liar foods? I hate liar foods. I think if you're going to be a vegetarian, you hit a crossroads very early. You can try to eat things that try to be other things. Or, you can be healthy. (laughs) Right? And a lot of people are like, I'm going to be a vegetarian and I'm going to be healthy. And I'm going to eat fake chicken nuggets all day. Right. No, dude, you're not. Or I'm going to eat... Take out Chinese food that has fake chicken and I'm going to be healthy. No, you're not. Right. You learned very early on that a lot of people will become vegetarian and gain a lot of weight Hmm. because you fucking do it wrong. Yeah. And, And the other thing is it doesn't none of the shit tastes like the shit it's supposed to. That's the other problem. Like if it genuinely tasted like a chicken nugget, I'd probably be like, fuck, it's really bad for me. But I'd be just like anybody else. I'd be like, I know these chicken nuggets are bad for me. Yeah. But I'm gonna eat me some fucking chicken nuggets
1: because chicken nugs are delish. Chicken nugs are delish, especially with a sweet dipping sauce. Please. Give me that sweet dipping sauce. Love
0: a sweet and sour sauce. Oh, give me that uh, hot
1: mustard baby. Please. Yeah.
0: I want more dipping sauce than chicken nugs in the box of chicken Nugs. Chicken
1: nugs are really just a delivery device for the dipping sauce. It's just all sauce. It's mostly sauce all the way down. Yeah. And chicken nug just you know to give what? it a little. Texture. I want a
0: 48 nugs. Oh,
1: give me a nugs. I want
0: a 48 nugs, and uh, I want the barbecue sauce and the sweet and sour sauce and the... Okay, what you do, take half the nugs out of the box. Okay. Three quarters of the nugs out of the box. Mm-hmm. Take the sauces. Yeah. Uh, And I don't need the packets. If you just have a dispenser... Ooh,
1: yeah. No, we have a, a
0: bucket. Yeah, Actually, great. So which bucket you do? has a nozzle? Throw a couple of the nugs in mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and then fill the bucket suicide style like a kid at a soda fountain. Oh. And then just stir it up. And if you have... Do you have a lid for the bucket and like a bendy straw for yeah, the bucket? Of course. Yeah, great. Sir,
1: what you're describing is the number three. Did you Oh, look?
0: the all sauce! Yeah. I didn't did, know you guys had that.
1: I know It's a common mistake. People just assume... It, you just look up there and look at the menu. Now, that's
0: not on the breakfast menu. It's 6 a.m. Am I allowed to have that?
1: Uh, Well, we'll make an exception for you, sir, because... I like you. I like you too. Because you know what? how I would describe you,
0: sir? How? All sauce. All sauce. (laughs) That's what they say. They say, Randy's all sauce. (laughs) They know when I'm coming because I smell like sweet and sour. So is there a a chance that this could
1: massively backfire from a marketing perspective? Because when people inevitably taste the seaweed that doesn't taste like bacon, that only kind of hints at what bacon kind of suggests to them. Nah, it, they go, I think people go, are, I got to try that bacon seaweed, that superfood bacon seaweed. And then they try
0: some and it's like, what well, it tastes a little bit more like cardboard. If bacon was cardboard, I'd, it tastes like that. I think if you don't like the seaweed snacks that are on the shelf right now. Which I do not. Which why would you? I mean, I like seaweed. My it's, wife loves them. If it's seaweed wrapped
1: around sushi, yeah. I like it. Sure. I don't want that seaweed. It's really salty and it's not that good when it's like the bags of dried seaweed. Yeah, nah,
0: I think nah, it's going to taste just like that. And I think if you don't like that. You probably won't like this.
1: Yeah, but this is going to have a picture of bacon on the
0: sure on the bag, and you know, putting people in the in the mindset, in the frame of mind that this tastes like bacon will actually help it taste a little more like bacon. There'll be kind mm, of like a
1: power of suggestion, yeah,
0: like a little bit of a, a psychological effect. But I think people are used to healthy foods saying they taste like something when they don't, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't think people will be outraged or or you know. Stop eating it because it doesn't taste like bacon. I think what these marketing people are doing is very smart. The bacon gimmick gets them to buy their first one. Yeah. And then if they like it, they'll buy another one, whether it tastes like bacon or not.
1: Sounds like you're tacitly endorsing this strategy of, of fool, fool me once, get me hooked.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's terrible. Welcome to marketing.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Uh, well, how can we apply this to our podcast <laughs> to get people to try it once?
0: Or our daily lives. a
1: giant lie.
0: How can I apply this to everything?
1: Yeah. What lie can we fish people in with that will get them to try this show without it turning them off completely and then maybe they'll get hooked?
0: I think we pull the picture of ourselves.
1: Oh, that's step off, one.
0: Off the thumbnail. Yeah. And find some it. real Avengers looking motherfuckers <laughs> instead. Get the Chris's. Like the actual Avengers. Get Let's the just Chris's. Get, yeah. This is the official Marvel Avengers podcast. <laughs> and we get you in once. And we you're like, you well, I once. expected them to maybe talk about how Ant-Man's going to integrate into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But they actually, they talked about like, they <laughs> talked <laughs> about like some really cool science shit. And I know like, I want more Avengers from yeah. it, but I'm going to give it a couple more listens. And then once we get you to listen to three, you're in, you're hooked. We,
1: we have concerns, colon, the official Marvel Avengers podcast. <laughs>
0: I think that's the way to do it. All right. I think that's how we... I think we, this is good. Uh, are you going to try this stuff when it comes out?
1: Yes, I would definitely try it. Yeah, I'll try it. You know it. why? I want to I, I be smugly right that it didn't taste like bacon all along.
0: Uh, I will try it because I just like trying weird snacks. I yeah. have a lot of fun with weird novelty snacks. Yeah? Um, what if What if it actually tastes exactly like bacon? Although you wouldn't know. I mean, I've had bacon before, but I will say my memories of bacon are probably tainted or not tainted or at least faded, you know. Yeah. Um because you, probably, you
1: don't even remember the glory of bacon.
0: I mean, I do I was never a big bacon person. I mean, mm. one of the reasons I'm vegetarian is I was was never big into meat to begin with. Yeah. I don't like fat. Mm. I don't like it's so delicious. Uh, it's weird won't to gristle, mm. won't gristle in no. your teeth. Mm. I hate it. it. Sticks
1: there and you can just taste it for about mm. a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um
0: yeah. But no, like a really good cri- like a super crispy bacon. Yeah, that's the jam. I
1: don't like it crispy. I like it a little soft mm-hmm. and a little soggy, a little, little greasy. Oof, it's nah. so good. You like
0: hangover bacon. Yeah. And here's another thing. If you want to talk about the worst offender for this fake vegetarian thing tastes like the real thing. Yeah. Vegetarian bacon is the grossest shit in the world. Well,
1: that's why I was describing it as cardboard because that's kind of how I feel vegetarian bacon is. It's like oh, yeah. salty cardboard. Mm-hmm. If you put salt on your, like, Amazon.com delivery box and just swallowed it.
0: It's weird. It's got a weird background sour taste, though, too, that bacon doesn't have. because they Because they slather... It's basically tempeh that they slather in sauce and kind of texture. That's the other reason why eating this food that tries to be other food is the worst. It's literally the most processed food you can have. Yeah. And the one thing they tell you when you start trying to eat healthy is like, hey, you should try to eliminate processed foods. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. But we're getting these
1: chicken nugs. We're going to paint... A, veggie corn dog we're gonna paint a white stripe down the side of it so it looks like fat on it's the just bacon a dude with a stencil
0: yeah and they're not even using food they're using krylon it's the Pepe like, Le lepew of food yeah exactly <laughs> some tempeh accidentally walked under a ladder
1: <laughs> and they're like hey
0: uh yeah i i think i think my memory is is faded enough like we tried that um beyond meat which is the which is what a terrible name that is the fake chicken that was written up and wired because they like they have all these patents on er it and and Uh everything that like this chicken is the fake chicken that (laughs) texture wise flavor wise everything wise is the closest chicken um and we we got it and i ate it and like chicken
1: eaters eat when they're not eating chicken
0: chicken. yeah exactly uh and i had some of it and even i can tell it's not chicken (laughs) and i haven't had chicken in Seven years. Yeah, I know it's not chicken. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this stuff. Nothing's ever gonna fool anyone.
1: I like going to that veggie grill though. That veggie grill is pretty good. Have you ever been there? And they had they get they have they have chicken nugs with uh with some sweet dip and sauce. And and I'll I'll eat those.
0: I like them. The trick to the vegetarian chicken nugs is they don't try to taste like chicken nuggets at all. Yeah, they they're try just to their taste own like thing. some sort of sweet protein protein pack or yeah. something. You know what <laughs> it's I mean?
1: A protein. Uh concentrated protein bar yeah. that you dip into a dip and sauce. It's really all about the sauce. It's anyway. what they
0: ate in Snowpiercer, I think, <laughs> is what it is. Welcome to the back of the train, motherfuckers. There That's what it's are. like to be vegetarian. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we. I think. I think it probably tastes good. I don't like anything being branded as a superfood. I don't like anything being branded as as this is the next best thing to this. But if it yeah. really is a super healthy snack. And it's super cheap. Well, I
1: like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it, this could still be a really viable product. Just the way it's delivered, the way it was brought to our attention, it just feels so manipulative and and false. It it I'm so skeptical that it even remotely tastes like bacon. That's
0: the thing. Is they it smacks of marketing, and I hope that they get some initial attention and then divert. Right. Uh, which is what a smart marketing person will do right is they'll be like yeah well yeah it's kind of like bacon we don't want to like we don't want to talk that up too much we want to talk up the benefits of it
1: what about that press release that you sent out six months ago that said this seaweed tastes exactly like bacon
0: you sent me this visor that looks like bacon (laughs) uh yeah i have this this pig vest i got a usb that looks like a bacon strip when i put it in it sizzles you gave me that it's from you
1: uh my bumper sticker on the back of my prius uh says seaweed tastes exactly like bacon
0: Okay, can I just um, point out to everybody, that guy had to mention he drives a Prius. Uh, Fucking had to mention Prius. Let's all divert our attention away from me and <laughs> on to the Prius guy, that smug motherfucker. Hey, look yeah, at the you- Prius guy. Yeah, you guys are smug. What? You know, the Prius isn't even the best hybrid car anymore.
1: Um, I, I'm just- Fuck you. Hey, uh, guys, I just, uh, you know. I- yeah, let's all get him and forget about what I said. He's already gone and, and nobody heard him leave. <laughs> <laughs> He drove away at 15 miles per hour or slower, and no one heard him go. No one heard him go. It was very quiet.
0: <laughs> Sounded like a little Jetsons car, puttering away. Oh, man. Would you guys eat this? Uh, how do you feel about the way they marketed it? Let us know. You can tell us on Twitter. I'm at Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And hey, you, uh, you enjoying the show? I love the official Marvel podcast of the Avengers. Yeah. I enjoy it
1: very much. It, I hope people tell their friends about the official Marvel podcast of the Avengers. Yeah. We you have know, concerns.
0: Yeah. This is this is a great thing, actually. If you want to help us spread the word of the official Marvel Avengers podcast, we have concerns. Uh, go to iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. Oh, yeah.
1: Give us a five-star rating. That's very important. It helps for discoverability.
0: Yeah, that's pushes us up in the ranks, shows more people the show, uh, puts it in front of more eyeballs, and then, you know, like they ask you to leave a review
1: Yeah, no one reads those though. I wouldn't
0: do it Nobody reads them, but you know what you could do to help our SEO a little bit, is just give us five stars and then review the show as though it was the official Marvel Avengers Yes, that would really
1: help, and if you're ever going to see a Marvel film, while you're in the lobby, just talk loudly about We Have Concerns the official Marvel podcast of the Avengers
0: Yeah, all of these things will help us